Welcome to Beyond the Boards, your go-to podcast for all things related to the exciting world of digital out-of-home advertising. I'm your host, Patrick Brennan, here to take you behind the screens and into the inner workings of our fascinating industry. On each episode, we'll hear from the visionaries, creators, and analysts driving this fast-paced industry forward. We'll talk about emerging technologies, creative campaigns, as well as strategy, measurement, and insights. The goal is both to entertain and educate anyone who shares a passion for digital out-of-home advertising. So sit back, relax, and get ready to go beyond the boards. All right, welcome back everyone to the Beyond the Boards podcast. I am very excited because today we have a power couple, a dynamic duo, Blake and Lisa Weiss in Panama City, Florida. Blake and Lisa, thank you guys so much for taking the time to come on the podcast. You're welcome. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. It's definitely my pleasure, and I'm, I'm really excited to have this conversation. You guys are two of the fastest-moving dealers in terms of both hosts and advertisers that I've ever seen. We've had dealers maybe scale a little bit quicker in terms of hosts, but you guys have done both hand-in-hand hand so quickly that it's been, uh, I mean, just amazing to witness. So if you guys don't mind, uh, each tell me a little bit about your backgrounds. I actually started out in the medical field as a nurse, worked for a nurse, pediatrics, ER for years, and then I got into medical marketing and did that very successfully for about five years. Um, and then I met Blake and moved to Texas, and for quite a while I didn't work. That I, what, what you've been able to do with your career transition is very impressive, and what you're doing now is incredible. If you don't mind me asking, how did you and Blake meet? We met on eHarmony. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. I actually met my significant other through uh, through Hinge, so I, I like that, online dating these days. Um, yeah, we got married six weeks later, and we've been married 15 years now. Wow, that's awesome. That's incredible. So you guys got married after six weeks? We did. I love that. When you know, you know. When you know, you know. I love that. All right. Well, I appreciate you laying that out for me, Lisa. What about you, Blake? What's your background? Oh, my background... Uh... Went in the Marine Corps out of high school, uh, got out of that, and uh, started working in the printing industry because that's what my dad did for over 40 years. Worked my way up, uh, plant manager, then uh, plant director over several sites, moved all over the country. Obviously met Lisa in Texas uh, where, I, where I was uh, over a couple plants and then uh, moved out west. I had two plants in California, one in, one in Nevada, then made a uh, move to food packaging and uh, moved back to Ohio. My mother was sick, so we moved back to Ohio and lived there for a few years uh, where, you know, I ran a plant, which, you know, did all the uh, food packaging for things like Sargento trays and cheese trays and uh, all the Lunchable trays and, uh, you know, for the entire world. So uh, we were the lar world's largest food packaging company. And then, and then I took a... Uh, director of operations position where I was over all of North America. Uh, it was remote, so it allowed me to move. We ended up uh, coming down to Panama City Beach, and uh, then it looked like I was going to end up moving again, so we decided to, instead of making millions of dollars for large organizations, we'd see if we couldn't do it for ourselves. And that's, uh, that's when we decided to start our own business, and we started Emerald Coast indoor digital billboards right out of Panama City Beach. I love that. That is all about what, you know, the American dream is about, what business ownership's about is, you know, stop making money for these huge corporations. And, you know, if, if you're a hard worker, you're, and I know you guys are, I've seen very smart individuals, 
go make money for yourself. Start your own business. So I, I love that. And uh, thank you for your service, by the way, Blake. I appreciate that. Thank you. But yeah, so you guys made this transition, you know, uh, from living somewhere else to going to Panama City. How long were you guys in Panama City before you started your your digital billboard company? Less than a year. Yeah, probably about nine months. Pretty dang new. Nine months at right. a new town and you decided yeah. to start a brand new business. Let's talk about that if you don't mind. How was it in terms of difficulty or maybe not as difficult? How did you guys transition so successfully in essentially a brand new city to building up a business that's really based a lot around relationships and getting to know people in your community and things like that? For, for me, uh, you know, it started with, uh, you know, just talking with a, a, a career coach and looking at different opportunities. And, and then uh, Bill actually reached out to me and put that on the table as well. And, you know, we was looking at different opportunities and we thought this was something that both of us, you know, with Lisa's marketing background and she's just, she's an excellent salesperson. And my, my background of dealing with a lot of people, we thought this would be a, a great fit for us. So that's why we chose this. Absolutely. And, and Lisa, do you feel like your background in, you know, marketing really translated well to this business in particularly, or was it a big transition for you? I think my marketing background helped. I think the biggest thing that helps me is the same thing that helped me when I first started doing medical marketing, which I had zero experience. The difference was, I mean, I had the expectation to get 10 referrals a week and I was getting 50. And the reason that I was able to do that is because I truly believed in what I was marketing. You have to believe in what you're doing. And for me to be excited about it, I have to convey that excitement to the business owners of how I know this can help them. And then, of course, seeing the success stories, I'll use the Pancakery as a prime example. Um, you know, she has met her sales goals for the entire year in August. Wow. And and she, does that business solely use you guys for marketing? She does. She does not use us solely. She does a magazine uh, and a couple of other things. But in her words, the only thing she's doing differently for her to have two record-breaking years, the she had a record-breaking year last year based on the last half of the year's sales, which is when we came in in July. Um, and then this year, the in her words, exactly, the only thing I'm doing differently to see these numbers is what I'm doing with y'all. Wow. And, and, and she's doing quite a bit through you guys, right? It, obviously, the digital billboards are the primary service, but some, some other services as well on the digital? Yes, yeah, she does uh, geofencing, 100,000 impressions, and she does Google business profile. Uh, and her her Google business profile numbers are staggering. I mean, it's, it's almost 100% improvement quarter over quarter over quarter. I mean, you know, she, and, and she doesn't participate in any of our calls with the geofencing or the Google business profile, you know, she's told us countless times, uh, I don't need to be on the call. I don't care what you're doing. Just keep doing it. <laughs> if it's working, Numbers don't lie. I, I, I love it. I love it. And I love the fact that, you know, cause that's what really makes an even larger impact. The digital billboards do a lot. And then adding in those other services seem to be really effective. And I know you guys, you know, obviously have done a great job with her business, but there's a lot of others in your community that you're doing the same thing for. You have multiple services. So how are you guys presenting that to these people to get them to really, you know, run full-scale campaigns through you? Well, we bought in, in July or June of 22, and we didn't actually start doing anything until we got Jeff out here first week of August okay. because we weren't sure what to do. 
Mm-hmm. You know, we we had no background here. So so then, you know, when Jeff was here, uh, he did a phenomenal job, uh, set up a lot of, we, we actually gained several hosts and, and set up a lot of follow-ups for us and stuff. And, you know, we didn't really understand all the different services that Encompass offered us uh, outside of, of the screens, with the exception of geofencing because I've used it in my past. Then, you know, we went through the training and different things and learned about Google Business Profile. So those are the two things that we felt really comfortable with. Lisa feels extremely comfortable with the Google Business Profile, and I'm very comfortable with geofencing. So it allowed us to, you know, when we're starting the conversations with our customers, to to have more tools in our toolbox to help them with solving any any of their problems. Uh, and, and, you know, now as, as we've been with Encompass for over a year, you know, we've added additional new digital services like, you know, the SEM and the OTT and the CTV and, and the new software. Honestly, it, it's, it's a game changer. It offers, you know, the monitoring daily if you want. Uh, but, but what I use it for gives me the ability to be agile and really to make sure that, you know, we're getting the best results for our customers. And that, honestly, that right there speaks volume, you know, to the customer. Like Lisa said, uh, the owner of the Pancakery, she doesn't care about being on these calls with us because she knows we're handling it and she's seeing the results in her financials. And that's that's really what our clients want to see. And I want to add, too, I am not a tech person. I'm, I'm nowhere near a tech person. Uh, I can set up traction. I can start an IV. I can do all of these things, but I have features on my uh, Samsung, the 08. That's how tech I am. I still have an 08 that I can't do. But, you know, it reminds me of when I was, when I was nursing and I stopped by one day to get windshield wipers and I asked if someone could come out and put them on my car. And the person came out and he says, you really don't know how to put on windshield wipers. I said, do you know how to start an IV? And he said, point taken. <laughs> so my philosophy in going in this with no experience, I don't have to know everything. And there's no reason for me to. I have to know enough to be excited enough to get my clients or potential clients excited that I can get them on a call with Mark. Mark is like the guy with the windshield wipers doing the install for me. I, I love that analogy. And just so everyone listening knows, uh, Mark is our digital marketing sales guy who will conduct the Zoom webinars with you and your prospects and your clients to help you explain those products and land those deals. And you're 100% right. What you guys said about being confident in your product, you have to know that it works. You have to believe in it. Otherwise, you're not going to show any passion when you go talk to someone about it if you don't believe in it. So 1000% agree there. And, and so with the digital billboards, how have you guys, because that is a new concept to a lot of people, I'm sure you guys have run into it. The more that you guys grow, the easier it becomes because you can say, hey, just go across the street and look here. But when you were starting out and explaining this concept, how did you guys effectively communicate that to people, what you're even doing with the digital billboards? You know, I think a lot of it goes back to, again, uh, when Jeff was out here, you know, he did a great job working with us and gave us a, a good elevator elevator pitch. And in that pitch, I, you know, I think it, it definitely points out the benefits for the host, uh, and you know, it, it really gets the conversation started and going. And then, 
then in those conversations, we can expand on, you know, the services that, and, and the potential reach, you know, being able to put businesses in front of a lot of exposable income is uh, definitely a huge attention grabber. Absolutely. And I mean, a lot of companies out there sell Google, sell geofencing, right? There's a lot of competition in marketing and really every industry, but you know, marketing is no different. So how do you guys set yourselves apart from the other competition in your area? I think our, our analytics, the transparency, um, the active campaign management, you know, with the monthly calls that we can discuss the data uh, and make changes accordingly rather than a let's set it up and hope it's going to work. I mean, you know, it's like, a, you know, like what we say, hope is not a strategy. I, I agree. And I mean, that's always the X factor that when, when people ask me, you know, prospects who are looking at potentially buying a dealership what sets you apart number one is being community focused i think that is very unique mm -hmm. in yeah. what matters and building up that trust in the community but it is also the fact that we care we as in yeah the encompass staff but also you guys as dealers you truly care you want these people to do well because their success is your success and and you know that that matters so i think that's something that a lot of companies say that they have but they don't really have but i truly believe we all of our dealers and in here in house half we truly truly care like you said it's month to month it's not okay hopefully they do well it's no did it do well if not what do we have to do to improve if it did do well how do we double that next month so i think that matters a lot so i'm glad yeah, you, you know i think i think one of the things that really helps us is is really our, our ability to to be sincere and build trust and 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 really to have that local focus that we do as well as you know, having the backing and the potential to be a national, uh, you know, force as well. So depending on what kind of customer you're speaking with, understanding what's important to them and then being able to, you know, just have, I mean, we have the tools to, to solve their problems. That's, that's a great answer. I, I 1000% agree with you. So uh, one more thing I wanted to talk to you guys about, you guys have had a lot of success with a lot of different types of businesses, advertisers, things like that, but you've been able to reach some really sizable um, advertisers and I won't put their names out there or anything like that but you guys have done a really impressive job with that how have you guys been able to get into those conversations some of the, some of what we do uh, is through the chamber and also you know with my marketing background the absolute worst thing that can happen to you is that you get a no so be fearless and you know I mean obviously like Lisa said you know we take advantage of uh you know, being ambassadors with the chamber for the holidays or whatever, you know, we go out and uh, we pass things out for them, that, which allows us to go into the businesses, talk with the decision makers. Uh, you know, it's helped us with places like Griffles, Biomat USA. I mean, uh, you know, they 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 advertise on our screens and and uh, you know we're we're positioning ourselves to talk you know, talk with their marketing people for an opportunity to, you know, I mean, there's over 400 locations nationwide. So that's definitely something that, you know, we still have in the background on the back burner that we continue to feed and, and try and work, work on and work towards, but, you know, landing those large customers like that don't, you know, it's just not, it doesn't happen overnight. Those are sometimes, you know, a year long investment or more. Definitely. And, and that's my gold falling cold calling uh you know lisa did a cold call on ron john uh, which got us in, yeah got us in front of their their you know marketing director at uh you know at, at their headquarters you know and it didn't go anywhere but i'm not done yet i mean you yeah. know it's just the first no 
you know, and there may be more, but the, and that's the other thing I would touch on too, especially for new dealers. When you first start out and you're focused on get the host, get the host, get the host, and then you get to a point where, okay, I want to try to sell some, but I'm still trying to get host. It gets overwhelming and a lot of follow-ups. I mean, I can't stress enough that the follow-ups are a must. And we dropped the ball in the beginning on a lot of things. And, and that's the honest truth. Um, and that's why I would recommend to anybody that they have not, it, even if it's not necessarily the conversation log that you guys supply, but some way for you to track your follow-ups. That is really good advice. And, and that's, that's normal. I, I think, you know, whether it's this business or really anything where you're, where you're just kind of getting started out, you, you are starting so many different conversations. It's almost impossible to keep up if you are very well organized. So it sounds like being organized is a huge part of really having success as well, um, based on what you're saying. And the other thing is, don't always assume who you need to be talking to. You know, for example, we have a client now, a medical office. His uh, receptionist has as much say-so in what's going on as he does. It's like in medical marketing, we call the receptionist the window witch. You know, you have to get past that window witch, but sometimes that window witch can play a huge part in decision-making. Absolutely. Absolutely. You got to treat everyone very, very well uh, in the marketing world. So so that's a really good advice as well. And I appreciate that because that's something I was going to ask you guys is, you know, what advice you have for new dealers? Is there anything else? I love the fact that you said be fearless. I, I think that's the only thing that can derail someone is, you know, getting told no and taking it very personally or taking it to heart. And it's, in reality, it's, you know, you're going to get told no. It's inevitable. Um, so do you have any other advice for brand new dealers that will help them be successful for the long term? Well, it, you know, all I can do is really, uh, you know, I can I can speak to what we did. You know, you talked about us growing and then, uh, you know, expanding out. Uh, that was intentional. Why we have not went up any further with our with our screens and and like Lisa said, we we needed to take a step back and make sure that we were we were focused on the entire business and. Uh, you know, that's what we've done. We're gearing ourselves up and, you know, we're, we've actually had a lot of different conversations around, you know, do we go back after more hosts? Uh, we're being very selective now in the beginning, you know, we had, we had to build something to buy into, you know, something that we could sell. And, and, uh, you know, I think we did that fairly quickly, which was, uh, you know, very good for us. Uh, because then it, then it gave us the opportunity to be able to go out and really have these conversations and, and for them to be meaningful. Uh, you know, we didn't have just five or 10 screens up. We had 30, 35, 40, you know, 50, you know, that, that really makes the conversation more meaningful. And, and then with, you know, all of our new digital services, obviously the billboards are our core offering, but all the, all the digital services that we offer as well just make us a, you know, like a Walmart, like, you know, one-stop shop. Uh, we can, we can, we can be there and, and be able to solve any of our clients' potential problems. We want to be the person that they call when they have a problem. We want to, we want to be able, be able to help troubleshoot it for them. So, uh, and then making sure that, you know, you stay in constant, constant contact with your customers and just following up, whether it's a stop by or an email or, or maybe even just a phone call or, you know, we even text message some of them. I think, I think all those things are, are important. You know, it's like, it's like growing a garden. If you don't water it, it's not going to grow. You know, and I, and I would recommend too, I did this when I, when I did medical marketing because I was in contact with so many people. 
Um, I have not done this for our business yet, but I'm about to. I would recommend as you're acquiring the host locations that you do a file box with their information, the business name, the owner, the owner's name, the phone number, the receptionist's name. Uh, you know, like I can tell you for tire brokers, Ashley owns it. His sister's name is Shannon. His dad died a couple of months ago. His dog's name is Whiskey. Jesse is his manager. Jesse's wife works at the blind store. I mean, just knowing those are conversation starters. They were only a host in the beginning. Now they're also a Google business profile uh, client. And Jesse is really pushing Ashley to start Geo. And obviously they're on our screens too. But just knowing, having those ends, I would take whiskey dog treats when I would stop by. I love that. And, and that is the level of comfortability in, in relationship you got to have with people. And, and I mean, that sounds fun. Do, do you guys feel like you have fun on a day-to-day -day running this business? Um, pretty much most of the time. I mean, some sometimes sometimes it can be challenging, of course. But, you know, I, I mean, that's part of running the business. Yeah, there's been a couple of days we said, oh, let's, that's it. Let's go to the beach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. I mean, yeah, honestly, you know, I mean, you, you're going to run into issues. We've had, we recently had a, uh, you know, a check bounce. You know, from one of our clients. So, uh, you know, I mean, that, then then that leads to hard conversations, right? Absolutely. And then like you said, no matter what business you start, you're always going to have challenges. I told a story on another podcast. I won't tell it again, but growing up, my family owned a pizza restaurant. Same thing. I mean, it, it was it was not fun. I, I would be honest. That was not fun. Ha having the brick and mortar and a bunch of employees and stuff. And anyway, so, so there's a lot of challenges that come with that. But I, I do like the aspects of this business where you can just go out and talk to people and, and make money while you do it. That that at least is rewarding and being able to truly help businesses build up their presence and, and make more money, like you said, at record-breaking years. That's pretty dang cool to witness. So I like it that. Really is. And I think uh, it matters too. If you have a business, any business owners that are a couple like us or maybe relatives or two friends or whatever, keep in mind too that sometimes when you go in and talk to clients or potential clients, They'll resonate better with one of you over the other one, like our, our client, Juvenate. And granted, he was very nice and very respectful to me and listened to me, but I can pick up immediately. He's more Blake's speed than my speed. That, that... So learn to recognize that, and, and that's what I do when, when we go in somewhere. I said, obviously, you're, you're the one that needs to follow up with this one. Yeah, we do that. We do yeah. that a lot. That makes sense. And, and you guys do. Yeah. So you guys are the perfect couple because I feel like you have a lot of similarities in terms of like ambition and the way you do things, but also very different personalities in terms of how you guys speak and things like that. So that makes sense. And yeah. So the last thing I wanted to ask you guys is your goals. I know you just kind of talked a little bit about like, do we focus more on hosts, advertisers? There's a lot to, to you know, kind of consider there. The good news is you get to be more picky. But what are your all's goals over the next, you know, few years as you continue to build this business? Well, I mean, as we continue our territory, uh, we could easily get up to 150, 200 screens. We have not even touched on certain portions of our territory, just just simply because it's too much for us right now. And 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 these areas are really booming around here where we're at. So, so the the opportunities are are huge. We would like to get up to at least 100 Google Business Profile customers. I would say the same for, uh, you know, geofencing or display ads. Uh, we're now kind of putting out there the, the SEM and, and we've even had a couple of small conversations around our offerings around OTT and CTV. I would say in the next couple of years, I would like to get some, some larger customers. We actually had a 
conversation the other day with uh, Lisa did with a marketing uh, manager at one of the car dealerships. So you know we would we would definitely like to start landing some of the bigger customers and and still focusing on the small you know small medium businesses as well. That makes sense, and I, I love those goals. And like you said, as you grow, you do start to target some of those bigger fish because you just become yeah. that much more attractive. And you'll start to get a lot a lot of call-ins as you grow. That's the one thing I've heard every dealer tell me. As they get to 50-plus to screens, their amount of call-ins go way up, um, which is nice because obviously it's less chasing and, and more of just catching, <laughs> I, I guess, is the way to put yeah, it. Yeah, we, we, we use our billboards to, uh, you know, really to advertise ourselves a lot as well as for, for our customers. So, uh, you know, and then, and then we're also, you know, we're, we're trying some email campaigns for leads and stuff. And, you know, we boost posts on Facebook and Twitter and we're actually running a, uh, two night stay giveaway here at one of the, you know, one of 13 hotels or, or resorts, uh, here on the beach. We re we just started really doing anything really on our Facebook so this is, you know, now we're in the process of trying to build up our um, followers. So tell your listeners, go to our Emerald Coast Indoor Digital Billboards and uh, caption the quote, share it, like our page, and be entered to win. Absolutely. Everybody needs to go do that. So Emerald Coast Indoor Digital Billboards on Facebook. You have to caption the photo. The best caption is going to win. Uh, you have to like and share the page. Maybe tag a couple of friends. I like that. I like that. You definitely got to have people tagging. And I mean, that's a great promotion. And I'm asked a lot because as you guys know, I, I basically do what Phil does as well. I, I sell territories here. Um, and I'm asked a lot, what can I do with my billboards? And that is a loaded question because of what you guys just said. You can do whatever the heck you want. If you want to run promotions, go for it. We have dealers that do those uh, drop boxes where you drop off business cards at some of their host locations for, for some uh, you know free advertising, get a month of free you know screen exposure, what, what have you. So there's a lot of flexibility in terms of how you run this. You'll get a lot of support from Encompass. But at the end of the day, you can do whatever you want. So I love the fact that you guys are just taking that and running with it. Yeah, one, one, of, one of the other things we're doing with the chamber because we're ambassadors is we printed out a bunch of, I, I printed a bunch of uh, geofencing postcards and I'm putting a little sticker on them for a free consultation or free strategy call. And uh, we're putting them in all of the new packages that go out to all the members. I love that. I love that. So every new every new host and advertiser that you get, you, you give them a welcome package? Yes. It's great. That's a great strategy. I cannot thank you enough. This is so beneficial to all the existing dealers, new dealers, potential dealers, everyone. You guys are killing it. I mean, you've only, like you said, been doing this a little over a year. And you're doing really, really phenomenally. And I'm excited to continue to watch you guys skyrocket. Uh, so thank you so much, Blake and Lisa, for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Beyond the Boards. I hope you enjoyed it. This podcast is hosted by myself and produced alongside Haley Burke. The music is composed by Rocket Jr. Be sure to like and subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. And please leave us a review if you like what you hear. On behalf of our entire Beyond the Boards team, thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next time as we continue to explore the fascinating world of digital out-of-home advertising.